0: Hi, I'm Shay. And I'm Lily. We are so happy that you're here. If you're at HBC, we believe that we can dream big because we serve a big God. And it doesn't matter what your past may look like, you still have a bright future. So open up your heart and receive. With Jesus, we can always stay in peace. All the time. Mentally, emotionally, physically. Spiritually? You mean in every way we can stay in peace? Well, in the book of Acts, the third chapter and the 16th verse, it says, And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know, yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Peace does not come from the absence of trouble. Peace does not come from the absence of pain. Peace, if you're waiting on this life to be perfect before you have peace, you're going to be waiting until eternity is over because as long as we're on this earth dealing in these flesh bodies, you're going to have trouble and mess come your way. Peace comes from the presence of an almighty God when we seek his face and we focus on him more than we focus on anything else. Here's here's the question Are you looking for peace in your life today? Has maybe a recent event upended your world? No matter what you're facing, no matter what has forced you to feel like you might feel today I believe that you can force the trouble out of your life And restore peace And the way that you do that is this You praise God You become thankful You say I don't have anything to be thankful for You are not looking in the right place Because we all have things to be thankful for If you're not thankful today you're in the wrong spirit And all you got to do is get over in the right spirit. And the right spirit is to look outside instead of inside. You'll never find peace within your own ability, but you can find peace in the one that's greater than you. But the good news is, greater is he that is inside of me than he that is in the world. Somebody say amen. God can remedy and revive any situation that you allow him to have control over by giving Him thanks. If you will thank Him first. If you will praise Him first. There's so many times that in this world we focus on the stuff that we don't have any control over and then we get mad because we can't fix it. You can't control somebody else's mouth even if you're married to them. Even if they're your child. You can't control their mouth. You might shut them physically up, and then they'll get you for spousal abuse. Huh? But you, you can't control what other people think. Someone said one time, what other people's opinion is of me is none of my business. Man, that's a way to go if you can do it. But it's not easy to do in your own self because what we want to do is we want to please people. And it's okay that people like you. But what happens if you do nothing and they don't like you? Has anybody ever done nothing to somebody and then all of a sudden they don't like you no more? Uh huh. We all have. I've got hands going up. Let's go right on before you start pointing at people. If you will focus on praising God, if you'll focus on giving Him glory, in your life. Well, how do I do that when I'm at work? You just walk around with a smile on. You, you, you find something to be thankful for, and that boss that's hateful to you will all of a sudden look at you in a different light. You might not see it right off. It might not happen immediately. But if you will change your atmosphere from the inside out, the atmosphere around you will start being affected. I promise you that walk into every situation finding something to be thankful for and praising God for. I walk into this building, and I'm so thankful for our musicians. I'm so thankful for our sound system. I'm so thankful for the building itself it's paid for. But I I don't stop at just saying, Oh, man, I'm so thankful for people giving their tithe. And I'm so thankful for thinking of trading buildings with another church. I go straight to the source first. And say, God, I thank you for sending good musicians to our church. I thank you, Lord, for the ability to pay for a good sound system. I thank you, God, that this building is totally paid for. Because when we understand that Philippians 4.19 means God is our source. My God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You know why it's easy for me to tithe? Because my money isn't my money. It's God's, and he allows me to keep 90% while I just give him back 10 That's a pretty good spot right there when it's all his to start with. Because you can't keep yourself healthy enough to work. You can't keep yourself in a right mind enough to think, but God can. He said that anything you submit to Him, He will keep in the right place. So if we get up every morning and say, "Thank you, Jesus, for breath in my lungs," thank you for—do you know that there's people that would love to be able to pop up out of bed like toast, like you do? They would love to be able to walk around. They would love to be able to think with the right mind. They would love to have what you have. So why do we get up every morning complaining that the bed was was? Rocky and that the bed was oh I slept on the wrong side of the bed. Well swap sides, but quit complaining. And 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 sometimes, you know, when little kids they start acting have you ever noticed that that, that parents always make excuses for their kids when all their kids sometimes needs a good butt busting? You know they're just having a hard day. Hard day. You feed them, you clothe them, you teach them to be full of gratitude. Somebody gonna get mad at me because I told you to whoop your kids. They'll be better when you do. Hmm. Some of y'all can't stand them today. That's the reason because you ain't never got that belt off on them. Well, we don't discipline like that. Okay. Okay, that's fine. That's your business. My boys always say that that they got more than Gracie did. Whoopings, that is. But Gracie was just better. Where's she at? Where's she at? (laughs) She's going like this. I hope they're not watching this today i got some things I want you to praise God for. I want you to praise God for His faithfulness to His Word. When you don't know what to give God praise for, thank Him for His Word. Because in Romans 4.20 it says, No unbelief or distrust made Him waver. Doubtingly or questioned concerning the promise of God But he grew strong and was empowered by faith As he gave praise and glory to God If you're facing difficulties in your life Whether it's health, whether it's finances, relationships It ain't always easy to find the words to give God praise And show Him gratitude But when you do, it will turn your situation around quickly Nobody has ever said it's always easy to praise God when you don't feel like it, but I promise you it works. Even when you feel that there isn't much praise for God in your life, I promise you there is. If you'll just look, you can praise God for his faithfulness to his word. His word never fails, no matter what the circumstances. It says in Luke 137, for God, for with God nothing is or ever shall be impossible. 1 Corinthians 1 9. God is faithful, He is reliable, trustworthy, and ever true to His promise. He can be depended on, and through Him you were called into fellowship with His Son, Jesus Christ, our God, or our Lord. Here's the thing praise God. If you're taking notes, write this down. Praise God for the faithfulness that He has to His word. When I get up every morning, I turn around before I even walk away from my bed. I turn around, I make my bed, and I immediately, I I have conditioned and trained myself to start saying thank you, God, for something. Thank you, God, for my bed. You ever been homeless? I've never been homeless. There may be somebody in here that's been homeless. I guarantee you if they've got a bed today, they thank God for their bed. If, if, if you have ever not had a car yet, has anybody ever not had a car and you needed a car? Oh my gosh, I have been there. I'm thankful today that I have a car. I'm thankful that it'll start. The other day, I was in Nashville I was driving my old 70 Cadillac around and I pulled into a store to get, a, to get something for Gracie's car and when I came back out, my car wouldn't start. I didn't get mad. I had to call a tow truck and it cost me $140 to get my car took from where I was to my house in Nashville. And you know what I did? I said, thank God for the $140. Thank God that I had the money. There was a day that I, I wouldn't have known what in the world. Was, I'd be calling somebody, hey, can you bring a log chain? There was one time when, when LaDonna and I first got married, she had a Toyota Tercel. Who's ever seen a Toyota Tercel? Mm-hmm. That's, that's about how popular they was too. Ladonna had that when we got married. She had a lot better attributes than that Toyota Tercel and I'm thankful for him. But that thing got me to work one day and it quit. And I was so broke that me and my father-in-law had to bring a log chain. We was coming down 640 in Knoxville. We waited till real late where there wasn't no cars. And we was pulling that Toyota Tercel with his Toyota pickup in the interstate. How many's ever done that? That's not stressful at all. You know what all I had to do when that car tore up a few weeks ago? I just got on the phone and I found some place and they come, God, are you bragging? I'm bragging on Jesus for not leaving me where I was. He promised that he would progress you from here to here and he would bring you out of poverty if you will tithe. He will give you peace instead of confusion. He's always faithful to his word. Secondly, praise God for His deliverance. You don't have to raise your hand, but have you ever been delivered out of anything? Has anybody ever been addicted to drugs and alcohol, but you're free today? Have you ever been addicted to pornography or sex in some way that has destroyed your relationships, but today you are free and you got a healthy relationship? Praise God for that. Psalm 107.20 says that he sent his word and healed them and rescued them from their destruction. Medicine might not have your deliverance. The bank might not have your deliverance. Your spouse might not have your deliverance. But God has and he is your deliverance today. Well, I ain't got nothing to praise God for. Praise God for his deliverance. Praise God that He didn't leave you where He found you. (laughs) The next thing, we got to learn to laugh at the devil. It really bothers me when I hear people say, oh man, the devil's just been beating me up all week. Well, then stop him. Aren't you? I had one guy say, now don't go picking a fight with the devil. I don't need to pick a fight with the devil. His whole existence is about fighting me. But I also know that I am not my own. I'm bought with a price. And I've been given authority over the enemy. Greater is he that is in me than any... Demon that would come my way So therefore I know a lot of people talk about Casting demons out And all, and that's fine There's times for that But most of the time Stop giving him credit For what All you have to do Is look to Jesus And it'll be done Stop giving the devil credit For your mistakes Just fix the mistakes Is there a devil? There is a devil But is he powerless Where the power of God is? Yes He is. You say no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Pastor. You mean the devil don't have any power? The only power the devil has is what you give him, because the Bible says Jesus said. Somebody said Jesus said. Jesus said, "All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. If Jesus has it all, Satan has none." So, quit being scared of the dark. Walk in the light. Amen. Listen, while you're praising God, the devil is going to show up. I guarantee you that. And he's going to do exactly what the Bible warns us that he came to do. In John 10.10, 10, I'm not going to put this scripture up there, but you can look it up. It says, the thief comes but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He can't do anything else but lie, deceive, destroy, and take things away from you when you allow him to, because that's his nature. He's so angry. Satan is so angry. Have you ever, have you ever um, had a little kid that's about this big get mad at you, and they just they just throw a fit. And you're standing up here and they're standing down there and you go what are you doing and they're acting like they're just going to tear you up they're looking i used to own a daycare center and the first time i ever got a real good cussing was from a four-year-old i mean he ripped me a new one with i mean he used big people words Uh uh-huh he did and i could call his name and some of y'all would know him because he's grown up now but I mean he and it's like I remember looking at him and going <laughs> You can't do anything to me. What are you doing? Of course he probably knew I couldn't do anything to him either, but but I was thinking, You're just mad because I won't give you the right sippy cup or whatever it was. It was something like that. He was just throwing a fit and he was but I was not intimidated at all by him. You know why? Because His size was here, and then I'm this size. I wasn't scared at all, and I just laughed at him, literally. The devil is going to do exactly what the Bible says because that's what his nature is. He's angry, and here's the reason he's angry. He's angry that believers have received all the benefits Of the kingdom through the work of Jesus Christ. And he will tell you just about anything he can tell you to distract you because the only way he can have power is when you allow him to use yours. So we got to be careful with our words because death and life's in the power of the tongue. Oh, my head's killing me. Look out. Faith and denial are not the same thing. I'm not telling you if you've got a headache to say, my head's not hurting, my head's not hurting, my head's not hurting. I've heard people do that. Oh, my head's not hurting. And they can't hardly see straight because of the pain. I'm not telling you to use denial instead of faith. I'm just telling you to speak God's Word over your situation because the same life that is in Jesus is in you. And you have the power to stop whatever's coming against you. So Satan will try to distract you. He'll get you looking over here and then he'll come in and give you a sucker punch. And he'll do anybody that way. He'll do our church that way. He'll do, he'll do your family that way. He'll tell you all the reasons you're not going to get what you need from God. He will do whatever He can do to convince you to shut your mouth and to stop praising the Lord and stop promoting God's Word. Here's what you do. You laugh at the devil and you keep praising God. When that little boy cussed me out, I mean cussed me out, I just looked at him and I said, you're going to time out. And you ain't going to talk like that. And he kept talking that way as he went to time out. And you know what I did? I kept doing my thing. I kept, I kept cleaning because my job was to, to uh, uh, fix the lunch and to clean the dishes. I kept doing what I was doing. And everybody kept doing what they were doing. If I would have stopped and went, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Oh, my God, this little boy's cussed me. cussing oh me. First of all, I was not always raised around good cousins. So I knew plenty of cuss words from here up, right? So stop being surprised by things that you shouldn't be surprised by. Stop letting the devil tell you, oh, you can't do that when you go, come on, you're an idiot. I can do that. Don't be surprised by things that you should not be surprised by. Like, I can't believe those people talked about me. Why? You saw, the, you saw the, the signs weeks ago, and you just denied it. Come on, somebody. Here's the deal. When I say laugh at the devil, you're not mocking the devil. I'm not telling you to do that. That's silly. You're laughing in the face of the fear and the doubt that he represents. That's what you're laughing at. You're refusing to take the empty threats seriously. Seriously. And by continuing to praise the Lord, you are confirming the healing. You're confirming the abundance. You're confirming that Jesus Christ paid for what you need on the cross. And whatever you need is already yours. Somebody say amen. I said whatever you need is already yours. All you need to do is hold on to it through praise. Jesus already paid the price for me and for you. So we need to rejoice in God's goodness, rejoice in His mercy, rejoice that you have every promise through Christ Jesus. And when you rejoice, you have a tendency to laugh, don't you? How many's ever got happy about something and you go, "Ooh, I'm so excited!" You can't help but go, "Ha ha!" So what I'm telling you right now is, when you do get the bad doctor's report, start talking about the goodness of God, and you can't help but go, "Who, I'm healed!" Oh, I'm here. I can't. I'm not going to go down in my finances. I don't care what the banking system does because God has given me the power to get wealth. (laughs) You got to laugh in the face of the devil. Why? Because joyful people laugh. You laugh when you're happy. Amen. So why would I want to be a Christian that walks around looking like I've been sucking on a prune? Well, praise God. Jesus got up. Does that not make y'all happy? Jesus is alive. You say, you're being silly. Well, I'm happy. You be silly when you're happy. I'm not happy because everything in my life is always perfect. I'm happy because Jesus Christ is my Lord. Greater is He that is in me. That's why I'm happy. And I'm going to keep praising Him. Miss Mary, I'm going to praise Him when I feel like it. I'm going to praise Him when I don't feel like it. I'm going to praise Him when the doctor's report is good. And I'm going to praise Him when it's bad. I'm going to praise Him when when people are lifting me up and when people are talking down about me. I'm going to praise Him because nothing that happens around me changes who God is. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore He's the Alpha and the Omega The beginning and the end The first and the last I don't have to wonder how I'm going to do I don't have to wonder how I'm going to make it I know whose I am So therefore I know who I am I know what He is So therefore I know what I have And then we got to praise God for the breakthrough. What are you asking God for? 1 Peter 1 8 says, Though you have not seen him, you love him. And though you do not even see him now, you believe and trust in him, and you greatly rejoice and delight with inexpressible and glorious joy. Have you ever seen somebody full of joy? Have you ever seen somebody that it seems like it's impossible for them to frown because they're always they're always talking about something good how many you don't have to raise your hand but how many there there was a lady in our church and she came to our church for years and years she was at the first we started our church november ninety eight and our first New Year's Eve service she came for the very first time and I asked God I said God let her be a part of our church and a couple years later I I hope I didn't cause this but the church she was going to shut down and she started coming to our church and she was in our church until she went to heaven her name was Susie Russell if you go to Susie's house down in Friendsville it was a little 12 foot wide I think it was maybe 30 foot long It was just two bedrooms, the most little bitty mobile home I've ever been in. It was the most modest place. But you didn't walk in her house. First of all, unless she offered you beans and cornbread because she had it every day. And every day that you walked in there, she would always get her Bible out. And she'd she'd tell me, she had a spot she set me at the end of the table. And she would bring me some beans and cornbread, and she would bring her Bible. And she was, she would just start talking about the goodness of God. But I don't care where you saw her, she would always hug you and say, Well, I love you. With her little handkerchief hanging down, because she was always crying in the spirit. She was always thankful. You know what? I see people like that, and I go, I could never be that way. Her life is probably so easy. In her life, you know, she's an older person. You don't know what other people are going through. You don't know what other people live around. But I see people like that that I know live in a very modest way. And she was always, I I would used to get so tickled because this one time in particular at our church, there was this guy came and first time he'd ever been there. And he had a suit and tie on, and he was, I just noticed him, you know, because I noticed visitors, and I, I'm so excited for visitors to come. And, and this guy was, he was sitting up straight that day, and, and he was kind of observing, and the Spirit of the Lord kind of hit Sister Susie. And his only mistake is he sat in the seat right in front of her. And she started, and I saw her hands started doing like this and all of a sudden she's because when she started feeling the spirit of the Lord she started hugging people he was the first one available and she just leaned over the top of his head and just hugged him and patted on him like she's patted on me so many times I go God give me that heart give me a heart That is always praising God for the breakthrough even when I feel like I'm getting broken. Even when I feel like I'm I'm getting pressed down. I thank God for the breakthrough. And it says in Nehemiah 8.10, it says, Then Ezra said to them, Go your way, uh, eat the rich festival food, drink the sweet drink and the portions. If you go on down the end, it says, And do not be worried, for the joy of the Lord is is your strength and your stronghold. And then in Psalm 22:3 it says, "But you are holy, O oh, you who are enthroned in the holy place where the praises of Israel are offered." No matter what your challenge is today, don't cringe, don't be intimidated. More over into move over into your spirit place where you can praise him. Because I want to remind you of one more story And then I'm going to be finished Do you remember Paul and Silas? Paul and Silas were placed in prison for doing good And at the midnight hour In the scripture the midnight hour represents the darkest time In the midnight hour They started praising God And what happened was What everybody knows the story is that when they started praising, there was an earthquake. And the chains of all the prisoners come off. The doors swung open. And the, the guard was so just freaked out. He come in and he said, oh my gosh, I'm going to kill myself because all these prisoners are gone. And somebody said, no, 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 don't hurt yourself. We're still here. <laughs> we're still here. I know it don't make no sense, but we're still here. And you know what the Word says? The Word says that He was saved and His whole household was saved that day. You know what happens when we praise God in the midst of our darkest times? People around us find Jesus because we are giving them the example of the ultimate power that He has and that He is. He said He'll never leave you or never forsake you. And in the darkest time, And, you know, a lot of times we'll think, yeah, that happened and this happened. No, no, what if you caused it? What if you caused the dark time? What if you you did something that was so wrong? Guess what? He's still wherever your praise is. Start right there today. I'm just going to tell you something. I went Friday night and watched a movie called The Jesus Revolution. And I said, God, that is what you told me to do 25 years ago. And I sat in that theater and I cried. I got out to the car and I cried. And sometimes it feels like everything that we try to do is just getting getting shot down and pushed away. But I said, you know what we can do, God? We're going to continue to love people. Because when I was watching that movie the other night, I thought about a time in Friendsville, Tennessee. It was about middle January when we had just got into a basement where we were at for a year and a half in Tom and Vicki Green's house. The first time these words ever come out of my mouth. I, don't even, I didn't even plan to say it. But I said, High Praises Church is a place where it don't matter what you look like, act like smell like or talk like and I've said that over and over and over and you know why I can do that because I can look at my life and I can praise God for where he brought me from I was raised by good parents I made some stupid choices in my late teens I found myself so far away from God but as soon as I looked back to him he was there for me as soon as I said hey God I need you I didn't have to holler it, I didn't have to go searching for him so every day in my life I'm going to be thankful you gone through some stuff, hey we all gone through some stuff be thankful for what we have be thankful for what you got today Don't ever say, it can't get no worse than this. Death and life's in the power of the tongue. Satan's listening. Don't give him power. Don't give him strength. Stay strong. Greater is he that is within me. Amen. Thank you so much for watching this sermon. We hope it encouraged you. Check out more of Apostle Jack's sermons to stay encouraged throughout the week. We also do live streams on Sunday mornings at 10 and Wednesday night chapels at 6.30. We would love for you all to stay connected. So go like and follow all of our socials. Life is so beautiful with Jesus and community. So So join join the the family.